Welcome to Microgrid Knowledge, where we provide news and analysis about microgrid development and trends. And our guest today is Professor Osama Mohammed with Florida International University, and he's here to talk about the university's work to protect the power grid. Be sure to pick up our free newsletter at www.microgridknowledge.com to get an early jump on prospects and trends from some of the most experienced reporters in the business. That's www.microgridknowledge.com. Hi, Professor Mohammed. Thanks for joining me. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. So now, can you tell me a little bit about the challenge? I was surprised to read that over a hundred attacks on the power grid have been reported, what, last year? Uh, yes, this is uh, according to the government reports. Um, and then, and so you're working on a project that will um, help pro help protect the power grid, um, especially microgrid assets, and that's what I'm interested in hearing about. Okay, so uh, this, uh, uh, this, 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 this project actually is uh, is a, a, a Department of Energy funded uh, uh, project, uh, and it is it is not just only our university. I mean, we are part of uh, for, uh, an, uh, a consortium of uh, five other universities, uh, including the University of Arkansas, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, University of Arkansas Little Rock, and Carnegie Mellon and Lehigh University, and and uh, our uh, uh, developments will be uh, alpha tested and our smart grid tested here at FIU, and uh, beta testing is going to happen at uh, one of the utility companies in Arkansas. Hmm. And uh, so, so uh, uh, you know, essentially, the issue that is uh, you know uh, cropping up these days is that the power infrastructure or power system infrastructure is em employing a lot of uh, intelligent electronic devices. What intelligent electronic devices does is it actually communicates uh, information or control signals between uh, various points in the system, and uh, therefore um, uh, they have you know uh, certain uh, level of standards, certain you know communication uh, you know framework that uh, could be uh, intercepted and uh, you know changed by uh, would be intruder, hmm. and and uh, uh, you know essentially many of those uh, signals that we can send from either a phone or a computer or a you know other uh, you know types of communication devices can uh, be utilized for that uh, you know for that purpose. Now, has there have there been any major interruptions as a result of the ones that uh, the federal government is, has reported? Uh, well, there has been some uh, there has been some interruptions, but uh, it is not actually as widespread. But uh, the fact that these things happen, uh, they can actually uh, cause a lot of damage and a lot of disruption if they were to occur on a say a very very large system or something like that and then they could create a big uh, damage uh, uh, and a big interruption and, and cost costing the economy you know billions and billions of dollars mm -hmm. um, so. so tell me can you tell me more about your project um, how what kind of steps can you take to help prevent this uh, well the steps that we can do is that we are 
uh, doing a, what we call a co-design, like uh, when you design the actual uh, component, uh, like a controller, for example, that uh, uh, is supposed to receive pieces of information from different parts of the system, uh, and then try to control it, in other words, making it look something uh, uh, different so that another component on the system can understand it. Um, um, you know, uh, right now most uh, devices that are implemented by many of the companies and many of the utilities have their own what we call standards. And standards are kind of like different languages. Mm -hmm. uh, so some devices may not really understand other devices. And um, uh, so we, we are working on, 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 on a process or a procedure by which we can do this co-design um, a, a process so that the component can behave the way it's supposed to behave as a as a hardware piece, but also would have embedded in it the cybersecurity aspect of, in, in what sense? In the sense that it can recognize if the signal is coming is a spoofed signal or if it is uh, you know, uh, you know, changed, uh, um, you know, so that, you know, it makes it um, a bit more difficult for intruders to to access, for example, the larger assets, uh, you know, um, like a power generation or, or a substation or something like that for a utility industry, uh, because if that happens, in, you know, it can cause uh, major disruption. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, are, so is, the word, when, is the word you're using code design? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. is, is the word you're using co-design, C-O, and then design, or code, C-O-D-E? No, no, co-design, C-O. Co-design, uh, sort of like designing the power or the energy component uh, itself. At the same time, you design the cyber component with it. Ah, okay, so they go together. Yeah, so uh, th th this is a term that is actually used quite a bit in the uh, National Science Foundation, many of the... They have actually a program uh, within the NSF that's uh, maybe related to this. Uh, so uh, it, it is, it is uh, an, an, an idea is that you equip the signal or control signal with uh, ability to uh, recognize intrusion uh, or maybe uh, include the trust function. Uh, so you send me a piece of information and you want me to control something and uh, uh, I have to really verify that you are correct or you are the, the right person or you are the right component or you are the right signal that I should react to. So before I react to it, you know, um, I sort of, you know, uh, create sort of a, a disinfectant to, 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 to try to, uh, to reduce the impact, uh, uh, not allow it to happen. It's kind of like having a password. It's kind of like having a password in a way, yes. Um, uh, now, there are other uh, other things, uh, like, for example, um, and now the, 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 the spoofing aspect, for example, I mean, I can make a device by a cyber attack, I can make a device think that it is actually receiving the wrong, I mean, the right information, where it is, in fact, receiving the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or some other ways uh, I could uh, have, um, um, information, for example, that is not uh, uh, authenticated, and uh, uh, or in another way, we can. Uh, so, so in other words, the the the, the, the level of, of of attacks can be can take many different 
shapes and, and, and forms, and it depends on what is opening, uh, you know, what is open in the system and what is, uh, uh, what is closed. So if you, have, if you have a path by which uh, you can include a lot of, um, um, you know, intrusion or you can, you know, I mean, your, 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 your software or your device, uh, the software in your device can allow uh, the, the communication to happen between two points, uh, uh, then what we're trying to do is to really measure and uh, identify if there is uh, any uh, sort of, of uh, you know, changes that have occurred in the middle. Mm -hmm. Now, have you have you done this yet? We, uh, we're uh, yeah, we 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 we're working at there are many examples in the in, in 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 the field. For example, there are some standards uh, we we have done. Yes, I and mean, we have published a number of articles already in the RWE transactions on smart grid. Now there are um, reasons for this based on whatever is is the type of standard that are used in the device itself. Um, um, so you know if if you try to mimic a uh, type of you know if you try to mimic a situation, then you uh, you may succeed unless you have another process that is able to identify what you are if you are mimicking it or not. Uh, for example, um, uh, you know, if, if I send a, a, a signal from a home smart meter uh, or, or somebody, somebody can send a signal from the, the, the power grid side, if he is able to penetrate through the different control, the different communication layers, uh, they can actually uh, take a price signal, for example, for uh, the, the 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 power company and maybe change the price or give the wrong readings. Hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so all kinds of things can happen. See, the minute the minute you start uh, converting your data into uh, you know digital electronics and digital signals, uh, it becomes a fair game on a network, especially if somebody can get into into the network. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but, and the power companies are not really allowing. Uh, most power companies in the U.S. are actually not allowing uh, the, the, the control between them and the customer. In other words, we, we, we talk about intelligent appliances, you know, intelligent appliances like a refrigerator or a, or a, a dryer or something. You know, you, you wanted the, 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 the dryer to dry clothes when the price is small. Mm -hmm. So... So if there is a communication between your dryer and the smart meter, mm -hmm. then it can be made in that process. So if, if you can establish this communication link, somebody in the neighborhood or somebody in the home area network can actually intercept that kind of signal and then, you know, does something else with it and make it do something different. Wow. It's such so, as... So that is the that's that's this overall issue. And then what what happens is that if I have a router that is sending a signal between two points between say a substation and 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 another asset on the system, um, if I can intrude with that, you know, then that that that, that also becomes a fair game. Uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, so I get a little bit uh, quite a bit difficult uh, to, to 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 actually handle. So. It's about time we start really looking into those kind of things so that we can reduce the impact of, uh, of this intrusion. Now, one last question. I read that you were also looking to pro uh, protect the uh, 
Microgrid, large resources such as microgrids. Um, can you say how you might do that or how any of our listeners? You know, first of all, let's identify what is a microgrid. Now, the, uh, the power, the power uh, system is actually made out of uh, a, a large interconnected infrastructure. So, so, so the, the company generates electricity by large generators, and then they actually send them to uh, people through transmission lines at different voltage levels. They call them distribution. Mm-hmm. So... So this is called the bulk system. Mm-hmm. So we all actually being served from a bulk system. Now the problem with the bulk system is that if there is interruption, uh, there has to be you know energy balance in the system so that the system can stay stable. Mm-hmm. If the system can stay stable, then we end up getting these brownouts and blackouts. Mm-hmm. So so one of the things that uh, after the Northeast blackout uh, in 2003 that uh, many of the utility planners and the researchers started looking into what we call distributed control. Mm-hmm. Now, we're just taking the big, large uh, bulk infrastructure and then breaking it into smaller mm-hmm. uh, areas. But if I'm still being served out of the same source, then I may not have solved the problem easily. So the idea of microgrids became easy because on the microgrid, you might have uh, in your home or in a business, uh, you will have uh, solar you know, panels or you have wind or you have other type of resource, additional type of resource, of energy resource that can be used to serve you when, if you are connected to the grid, you have a blackout, then you can have uh, service from these uh, uh, renewable energy uh, resources. Mm-hmm. And at times when the big grid have issues, then you can participate in helping support it by becoming a prosumer. So you are producing energy and at the same time you are consuming it. Mm-hmm. So, so, so microgrids allow, uh, allows the operation in what we call islanded mode. So rather than having a major blackout, you would have areas that is going to still have energy because it has its own generation. And uh, you, uh, so so, so the microgrid infrastructure is actually a power grid, but it is, uh, if you will say, uh, um, uh, serving a a smaller level of of people. Uh, They may have customers that are actually power generators at the same time as they are consumers. They call them prosumers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and, and, uh, now uh, you can control a smaller area much, much better than you can control a larger area. Mm-hmm. So, so the idea now of distributed control um, actually would help sort of prevent, you know, future major blackouts uh, from occurring because at least you would know the use patterns. Uh, use patterns is easy to determine in a smaller area than it is in a larger area. And when you start aggregating the resources within that small area, then you have almost very, very clear picture of how much uh, error you can correct. Now, the, the overall grid becomes a collection or a makeup of multi, multiple microgrids. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, when all these microgrids are connected uh, uh, separately now, the, the difference ra- now is that rather than having bulk generation, bulk transmission, bulk distribution, you have now a, a lot more distribution of energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
it's like the both the generation and the demand, the both the generation and the and and and, and the use. Well, now, so quick question. So, how would you, how do the microgrids fit into what you're doing? Um, are you are you putting together systems that allow to, that allow us to knit them together? Right. Uh, so, uh, in 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 microgrid, what are the characteristics of microgrids? Characteristics of microgrid, you have to have uh, what we call it a distributed generation. Mm-hmm. Now. Generator is, you know, could be a photovoltaic system, a solar panels, uh, you know, you know, like a rooftop uh, panels, mm-hmm. or it could be large, uh, you know, an installation in a utility industry. Uh, the energy that is produced by these solar panels is typically direct trans- direct uh, power or DC, what we call it DC. Uh, if we want to sell power from the macro grid to the to the main grid, then the energy has to be converted from DC to AC, so mm-hmm. we actually build uh, what we call grid tie inverters, and then we build power converters within the microgrid. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, since there is going to be a lot of electronic, uh, intelligent electronic devices implemented in and in, in, in connecting the multiple microgrids together to make a big grid, uh, we can now develop this co-design process and then uh, be able to include the cyber component into the co-design of all these uh, um, what we call voltage source converters, power converters that would enable the energy from the microgrid uh, to the main grid. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes um, very interesting. All right. Well, that, that, that that's very, very interesting. Um, well, thank you so much for joining me and we may check in at some point and see how your work is going. Thank you, ma'am, very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye now. Be sure to pick up our free newsletter at www.microgridknowledge.com to get an early jump on prospects and trends from some of the most experienced reporters in the business. That's www.microgridknowledge.com.